Well, I am loving this theme's month of loving out loud. Um, as an out and proud gay man, when I hear those, that term, living out loud, loving out loud, I just, I relate to it. It's been something that's been a part of my life. If you could have told that frightened young man, 17, that was terrified to let his parents know uh, the truth about him, that if today I would be standing up here talking about spiritual principles in front of people that I love, in front of the whole world, I wouldn't have believed it. But I'm glad that I'm here. I'm glad that it's the truth of me, that I can say be proud to myself. Be proud. Be who you are. Love the one you want to love. Live that life and speak the truth out loud for others to hear. And I have had the wonderful opportunity to get older. <laughs> I have had the wonderful opportunity to get older and to know that that fishbowl experience that I had back then uh, can be shattered and opened, knowing that that same type of living out loud, that same type of loving out loud from the person that you are, that you were created to be, that you've come to know yourself to be, is what the world needs. Love out loud. Love it. Love this life. No one is alone. No one is alone. The universe is with us indeed. Everything that God is exists within each one of us and is exemplified in us as we live in harmony with that truth. Loving out loud is definitely in line with uh, every center for spiritual living, living goal, ambition, changing lives through practical spirituality. It is in line with teaching the application of spiritual principles that changes lives. Get it, know it, love it, and live it out loud. When we pray affirmatively, when we join together in high consciousness, when we participate in the act of knowing that a world that works for everyone is possible and is in process and is right here, right now, actually, as we open ourselves to it, even more of that love pours out of us, becomes loud in our lives. For a world that works for everyone is possible. I believe it. We intentionally surround ourselves with people of all ages, races, sexual orientations, and expressions. We do it on purpose, with a purpose. Knowing that that world is possible for those who think differently than we do. For various political affiliations, because there's more than two. For the multitude of those raised in numerous spiritual beliefs for all cultural backgrounds and various life experiences. And when this thought of a world that works for everyone is challenging for me, I remember that I'm included in that world that works for everyone. Every individual is included in that world that works for everyone. Not only are we included, but again, the universe is with us, filling us, moving through us. We are literally laid, made of universal material. It's just the truth. Of stardust, we are made. And I believe wholeheartedly that the universal spirit responds to us as we love this philosophy out loud. This talk was inspired uh, by a quote from Ernest Holmes in the Science of Mind textbook, 
that Diane wrote for us, read for us this morning. Declare your freedom. Know that no matter what others may say, think, or do, you are a success now. And nothing can hinder you from accomplishing your good. All the universe is with you. Feel it. Know it. And then, act like it's true. So let's just talk about that a little bit in a few realms of consciousness. If you've been to any retail store uh, recently, you've noticed that we're moving into the holiday season. In fact, um, the first one hasn't even gotten here yet, and they're on to the next one. So um, we're on our way into that time of being with family and friends. And it can bring up a variety of feelings about our families of origin, even our families of choice. We don't always get along with those that we agree, uh, love. And uh, newsflash, we don't have to. <laughs> However, we can make space for others to advocate and expand on their beliefs. We are safe in that space of just letting them talk, letting them say what they need to say. I had a friend that I worked with many years ago that said sometimes the best thing to do is just nod our head, say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Not interjecting, not arguing, not countering. Simply letting someone speak their mind. <laughs> as challenging as that may be in some circumstances. It's possible that they may need to speak their mind out loud so that they can actually hear what they're saying. <laughs> I'm included in that. It's not, I'm not pointing any fingers. And if we can do so, if we can do that, we may eventually learn to have loving discussions without escalation, without fear, without that anticipation that something is going to go in a different direction. Makes me think of uh, Don Miguel Ruiz and his Four Agreements. Being impeccable with our word. Hmm? Not taking anything personally. It's just an opinion. Resisting making assumptions. That's the one that's hardest for me. That I somehow know everything about you because of this, that, and the other thing that you've shared. And in that, always doing my best to be present to the moment, to the time that I'm spending with those that I love for the opportunity to sit down at a meal. This shifts us bit by bit, little by little, moment by moment, to a higher evolutionary existence in our time, in real time. All of the universe is with us in these situations. It doesn't stop when we walk through one door and start again when we walk out another. Always at work, on the highway, at the grocery store. The universe is with us. Achieving our good is not hindered in any way by what other people think, say, or do. As we practice feeling this, as we come to embody this, through gently reminding ourselves of this, 
the easier it becomes to live it moment by moment. To be free to love from the center of our being. In the same chapter where the inspirational quote came from, uh, Ernest Holmes says, we should approach the law normally and naturally and with a sense of ease. There is nothing peculiar or weird about it. It just is. It's there all the time, connecting to us, responding to us. And if by chance we do get the opportunity to get our opinion out during these situations, and it's not welcomed, we can do as Jesus is attributed as saying, in Matthew, if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet as you leave that house or town. And I actually have done this. I just walk away. I leave that interaction. It's done. I like the message translation of that same passage. If they don't welcome you, quietly withdraw. Don't make a scene, shrug your shoulders, and be on your way. Now, sometimes loving out loud calls us to action, to do something, to be something in the world. Invariably, as we love out loud, we begin to see where this love can be applied in places, in real time, in action. Every social justice movement has been and continues to be made up of all kinds of people from all walks of life. A just and kind world is a goal that could motivate millions. The suffragette movement, the labor movement, the civil rights movement, the sexual revolution, the gay and lesbian rights movement, the human rights campaign, Black Lives Matter, on and on and on it goes because the spirit of love lives in us and works through us, becoming that change that we desire to see in the world because we're participating in making it happen and allowing it to flower, allowing it to prosper. The Ralph Waldo Emerson quote, we lie in the lap of immense intelligence, which makes us organs of its activity and receivers of its truth. I am an organ of immense intelligence. <laughs> organ, as in a necessary member of the body of God. Vital to the proper functioning of that body. A working part of that one life that knows only goodness and harmony for all of its creation. What and who we are. Everything that God is, is what I am. It's right here, right now. And as I open my consciousness to that, my consciousness to that, the more I experience it in my life. We are necessary by the very fact that we are here. We are necessary by the very fact that we are here, right now. Living our passion, pursuing that which calls us to express and contribute Today, various nonprofit organizations are working at this very moment, right here on Sunday morning, somewhere in the world, to free people from modern-day slavery and human trafficking. Thousands advocating 
on behalf of those who may be seeking asylum from unspeakable conditions in the places where they're leaving. And it's not just human rights, environmental rights, ecological rights, animal rights. On and on it goes again. It does not stop and will not stop because as Dr. Martin Luther King said during the civil rights movement, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. And I'm not going to use a politically charged word right now, but I will tell you that that line came from a speech called Remaining Awake Through a Great Revolution. Simply stated, yes, it's easy for me to stand up here and say it, but is it easy to live? Is it easy to live? It may take some work. It may take getting out of our comfort zones. It takes me getting out of my comfort zone for sure. It may take time. It definitely requires love. I do love the message translation of the Bible and the familiar passage from 1 Corinthians often used at weddings. Love is patient, love is kind, love is not envious. It has a very interesting interpretation in the message translation uh, where it says, no matter what I say, what I believe, I am bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut. Love doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel. Love takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, <laughs> trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love never dies. Love never looks back. These talks are always more for me than for anyone else. I'm so happy that life happens in one direction. It's forward. There's nothing back there. There's nothing that I can do about back there, even if I ruminate over it day after day, if I lay awake at night trying to figure out the answer to this question that arose 10 years ago, there's no going back. There is going forward. Life happens in one direction. So, I think it's about forgiveness, right? As Reverend Patty so eloquently discussed of uh, Emma Curtis's um, Elucidation of forgiveness. It is giving up something to receive something in return. Giving away something for the good we want to experience in our lives. And forgiveness is a practice, such as the one that Edwin Gaines suggests of when she spoke in the Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. I forgive so-and-so writing that 70 times for seven days in a row. That'll get it in there. All right? 
<laughs> I forgive John Doe. I forgive John Doe. I forgive John Doe. I forgive John Doe. Or the Ho'opo'ono practice from the Hawaiian tradition of repeating the prayer for someone we are choosing to forgive. I love you. I am sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I learned it a slightly different way. Please forgive me. I forgive you. I love you. Thank you. Love endures all things, certainly. But that doesn't mean that we have to stay in situations or endlessly entertain those who want no part of the love that we want for the rest of the world. I let this go because I know it is the best thing for me and for you. Walking away may just be the best thing for that other person as much as it is for me. The quote from... Uh, Reverend Casey Taylor, she was the contributor to the Global Themes for September. Now she's from the United Life Center for Spiritual Living in Oklahoma City. She says, forgiveness is about letting go of resentment and trusting that the challenging experience was a divine appointment that allowed for the growth of all people involved. I may not know the end result. And indeed, nine times out of ten, I never will. And that's okay, as long as I live from that place of loving, as I walk away knowing that I have done what I could do to forgive and to be free of that situation, to be free of the mental anguish that can happen when we are just churning about not letting something go. And forgiveness is just as powerful when someone we love forgives us. I may be whole, perfect, and complete, <laughs> but I don't always behave that way. So sometimes it is necessary, hello, darling, to say, please forgive me. And we're safe in this because the universe or God or the great spirit or the force is with us all of the time. We are safe to go through that because the universe responds to us as we open to that realization of peace and harmony and freedom for ourselves and for others. Ernest Holmes says, a constant realization of the presence of spirit will provide a sense of divine companionship that no other attitude can provide. The more that we know that we walk hand in hand, heart in heart with that source of all things, the easier it becomes to live it in our lives. It becomes natural, nothing weird or peculiar about it. So this month we are invited to love out loud. So I invite you to join me in practicing radical forgiveness, to experience what it is like to be free from the oppression of resentment and debilitating judgment. I challenge all of us to support those organizations that are in alignment with our view of creating a world that works for everyone. Support them financially through volunteering, whichever way you can. If they inspire you, share that inspiration with them in some way. 
and be that presence of calm receptivity this holiday season. Listen without judgment, loving yourself through those situations that reveal what it is like to love others. Declare your freedom. Know that no matter what others may say, think, or do, you are a success now. And nothing can hinder you from accomplishing your good. All the universe is with you. Feel it. Know it. And then act as if it were true. Thank you. Thank you for listening. At Vision, a center for spiritual living, we transform lives through practical spirituality. Please donate to Vision by visiting our website, visioncsl.org, or text to 619-505-3359.